let's try this one more time because we've had some issues with memory cards and right off the bat we had an error so let's hope this one lasts let's hope let's pray thoughts and prayers what's up guys this is Ali with the average overlanders i'm here today with uh, ben from rick for dirt Oh, okay. Oh, wait, no, we got, oh, we got it. We got it mixed up. <laughs> I was confused. I was like, wait a second. I'm from Average Overlanders. That's right, you are. <laughs> and uh, it's been a minute. I've had Jared on our show um, in the past, and I think him and I sat down. God, what was Laser it? Laser Town. Laser Town. That's right. Yeah, um, I remember that podcast. Yeah, we did that one, and I, I've been to your guys's pad and been treated to very nice drinks all i've got for you is pure project beers which hopefully is good enough for you it's a delicious actually i've never tried the uh, tropical mist before i don't have the full bar like you guys do it's a bit much sometimes i don't know man there's like quite a few selections there there and it's actually growing is it it is are you guys both contributing to uh that kind of collection it's actually our listeners is it really yeah 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 they'll send us stuff we actually had a guy send us uh two bottles of whiskey and a bottle of tequila that he actually distilled himself. No shit. Yeah. So it's like moonshine? Basically. <laughs> Hispanic moonshine. Uh, <laughs> um, I came totally empty-handed, sorry, but I did enjoy the drinks. I think you made like some gin? Gin and tonics? Gin and tonics, yeah. cheese and teas, man. Yeah, that was, that was nice. Delicious. That was actually Jared. Uh, I'll take Jared? credit for was it. Was that all Jared? I'll, I'll take credit for it. <laughs> I, I just kind of do a collective you, like yeah. you guys as the average overlanders. Um, you've, you guys have been at it for quite a long time now yourselves and you guys put out a show what every week every week oh my god we used to record on Wednesdays and drop on Fridays uh, but now work schedules have changed and so we're gonna be recording on Fridays and dropping Fridays so we'll just be a week in advance Jeez, dude that is that is kind of breakneck but you know you guys do have the benefit of you're primarily in-house so it's yeah. easier to invite people over you're already home, you're with the kids or the wife or the significant other, like there's no, uh, <clears throat> there's I'm no, not. <laughs> well, I know. Yeah, that's true. You're away from home, but Jared, Jared's got to get, um, yeah, I like, I like these, these sessions from time to time where I'm in my completely trash garage. Um, it's funny, like my garage right now is a snapshot of the last two months. It, it's like awesome. I like looking gear, around camping gear on top of camping gear and tools with like, like kitchen shit on top of my tools with vacuum cleaners in the middle of the room and bikes and it's just this you got like a skeleton of a dog up there that too yeah yeah there's <laughs> there's the halloween decorations yeah it's it's everything it's the the home life as well as the jeep and off-road life hey amen yeah. it's mixing it's blending it's good yeah man um it's it's a goal of mine to one day get this all organized but yeah who's got you the will time? eventually yeah. you know I've got two projects outside that still need time too. So it's like time is such a commodity these days, you know? And nobody has any time at all. Nobody has anything. It's crazy, especially, you know, you know, I just had a baby. Well, I did, my wife did. Thanks, thank you, thank you, sir. Was it your first? Third. Third, oh my goodness, okay. Yeah, it's my first boy. You've got a few. Yes, I have two daughters. Oh, wow. Same age as yours. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Mine just turned 13 on uh, Tuesday. Okay. Which is funny because my oldest shares a birthday with Eric, who okay. also has a birthday on the 25th, who randomly was talking about how he goes to water parks for his birthday. And we're like, we're going to a water park on Jackson's birthday. And so we all went together. Raging Waters? No, Wild Rivers. It just oh, okay. opened up in uh, Mission Viejo. Like, oh, it's been nice. open for a minute, but like they finally got all the slides going. There's alcohol. There's really good food. 
and there's water slides. I mean, why aren't we doing the podcast there? I know, I know, I know. It's <laughs> that was a that was a good time. That was a really good time. Um, but yeah, congrats, dude. Yeah, thanks, man. First boy, huh? First boy. Yeah, he's my little adventure buddy. We named him Miles. Okay. Because he's gonna be putting down some miles. Putting with all me. the miles in with you. <sighs> Hell yeah, man. We're gonna go to Moab. We're gonna do everything. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, I'm really excited to have uh have him tag along, um, but yeah, man, going back to your your point, time. Yeah, you're a busy guy too. Yeah, you're doing Instagram lives on your way to work. Oh geez, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm not looking at the Instagram live. I'm driving. So for anyone who's like, you need to be driving. I am. I'm driving. You your know? phone's just pointing at you. Yeah, you what? You never glance at your radio. Come on, like seriously, like <laughs> navigation. Relax, relax. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, I just. Do these little updates, and I think all of like five people listen, and it's really cool. Um, I'll take all five. Hell I, yeah! I don't care. We only have four listeners, so yeah, you know. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the Subaru projects took off, and it was like a, a crazy mad dash to last Sunday. Uh, me and Eric were getting. I mean, the wrap was getting done on Friday of last week. It looks good. Yeah, it came out nice. I like Eddie it. Eddie from Alive Wraps, just that guy knows how to wrap a car, and. Uh, multicam and ImageCraft in Arizona, they've always just kind of let me do whatever. So it's like, you know, a lot of times they just, if they sponsor a multicam wrap, they're just going to give the multicam wrap and you just cover it all in multicam. They've like, I'm like, I've got this idea. And they're like, <laughs> okay, Ollie, like, go for it. And, yeah. you know, the Jeep came out amazing. And now the Subarus both are, are going to look bitching. Uh, Eric's, we had to kind of cobble together at the last minute because his original wrap, when it came in, was a little jacked and uh we had to uh we had to do some doctoring where <clears throat> we cut up like the main sponsor roll call out of the main wrap because it's like a full color change wrap oh wow so we cut out the the, the sponsor roll call for the bottom we cut out a couple different things we made some stripes for it <laughs> and it, and literally it came out looking like it was meant to look the way it that's awesome looking. man um but because it's just, just like gonna, the bob ross he's like oh a little yeah little, you know two little birds over here a couple logos here and, a, and another <laughs> logo there um and, uh, and it came out cool and we went to subi fest and uh yeah dude people were stoked like i bet a, man good crowd we were we were goose gear um goose gear was one of the title the main title sponsor of the event they had this massive footprint right on the corner across from like subaru's full like booth and you know all the activations that Subaru themselves were doing. Mm -hmm. They had, um, they had. Was that a phone? Oh, your phone's buzzing. Oh, someone's calling phone, you. My phone's <laughs> buzzing. Oh, how funny! Hang on one second. It's my, it's my gardener. Let me see where he's at. I'm like, what happened? Did I not pay you? I'm like, please, Kyle. My grass is tall. Hold, hold, please. We'll be right back after the sitter machine. Hey, Alberto. Hey man, uh, this is Ali. Oh, what happened? I think I owed you money. Yeah, I saw I paid. No, this week, today. Weren't you coming today? Oh, okay. Oh, oh, I thought you were like, hey, man, you didn't pay me. I'm not coming. <laughs> oh, you're late. Okay. Well, I was late too. So can you just like, like from now on, can you just let me know whenever I owe you money? 
like maybe at the end of the month or whatever, and I'll just pay you. No, you're so you're so chill, and I really appreciate it. But if you don't tell me, I'm gonna forget, and you're doing the work, and you deserve to get paid. So just you know, if if I forget, like say, hey man, you gotta pay me, like, <laughs> you know. But yeah, thank you, man. I'll see you soon. All right, bro. Bye. I thought my gardener was upset with me. <laughs> Like straight up, I thought he was upset, and I was like, "I pay, I, I want you to have the money. You do like such a good job." And uh, no, he's like, "I'm late, <laughs> late, like to come do it." Yeah, to come do it. Oh, looks like you're calling somebody now. Oh no, I didn't mean to. I'm calling Eric. <laughs> I'm, I'm accidentally calling Eric. Can you hear that? Is that is that coming over? I'm yeah. Like, I wonder if he'll pick up. He's probably like four beers in. Where's he at? He's hanging out with some like old college buddies. Oh. He actually went to school, unlike me. Neither did I. No, oh, no. That's why we're hanging out having beers. Uh, let's message. leave. Let's leave Eric a message. Welcome to episode 103 with Ben from the Average Overlanders. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Hey, bud. Hope you're uh, having fun with your buds and getting some. Buds in, uh, <laughs> not, <laughs> all, all the buds, um, and uh, yeah, dude, we miss you. I'll see you tomorrow in Maple Springs, bro. Peace. Okay. All right. So let me get let me get my phone back in order. Let's get that live going with the five people that are probably going to tune in on Rick for Dirt. Granted, I think they just missed probably what was the best part yeah. of the entire podcast which was me talking to my landscaper i know right um about being really responsible with just remembering shit which is it's like a problem it is important adhd or they they only used to call it add like my kids got an extra letter but it's the same shit it is it really is you know it's funny i was listening to you talk to your gardener i do the same (laughs) shit dude I listen to the podcast if you want to know what the hell just happened. So, so long story short, I, he comes every Saturday and, um, and I always ask my wife, did we pay him? Did we pay him? Yeah. And sometimes we'll leave out like three checks in a row. And he's like, dude, you just paid me for like three months. What's going on? Like, cause you guys forget. I'm so paranoid. I don't want him to not get paid. Dude, homeboy is like so chill and so mellow that he's just like, you know, um, whatever. Like, yeah. He's like, uh, I'm like, oh, dude, I, did I forget to pay you? He's like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he's just, he just loves to fucking cut grass. Yeah, know? dude. Uh, my guy's the same way. He'll like, he'll see a broken sprinkler. He won't even tell me. I was like, I'll pay you for that, dude. Just yeah. let me know. Yeah. No, it's awesome. It's, it's yeah. awesome when you find anyone in any trade and it could be anything, but you take pride and you take joy in the thing that you do. Yeah. And you could tell because he only manages two lawns here, ours and down the street. And they are the best like kept lawns. <laughs> At least when he's not great. late. When he's late, there's everything looks fine. Yeah, you know. But no, dude, the, the especially at the end of the street, he's like amazing, and he's like so good at what he does, and it's like you're worth every fucking penny. Absolutely, man. You know, you know what's funny is, is our guy, he's been cutting our grass for probably like 10 plus years. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we've been paying the same, and every single day, he'll never ask for more money. I'm like, dude, gas prices went up. You're yeah. going to get paid more. Well, so, like, he won't ask me, but I'm like, hey, like, my kick wife, him down to 20. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, hey, give him an extra 20 bucks, you know? Yeah. So, uh, you know. I mean, look, when people work hard and they do a good job, everyone deserves to be rewarded. And the society, society has become such a thing where it's like, you almost need to be grateful to just have work. And Absolutely. It's like, no, man, like, you're going to get what you pay for then. 
You know, mm-hmm. like if you're just having people who are just supposed to be like, by the way, what's up, Sean? Fastlane's on here. Oh, what up, hey, Sean? Hey, we were just talking about you and uh, the barn out the in Riverside. Barn. And it sounds like Ben's got some ideas, and I'm totally down to support Ben in uh, what it is he wants to go do. So stay tuned. We're also going to be doing another Mavericks hangout. So, Hell yeah. Uh, stand by probably in like a month and a half or so. I'm like, now that the Subaru shit's done. Yeah, dude. Like time has expanded for me. That's awesome. Substantially. Um, well, now you have to go to all the Subaru meets. Yeah, it's not over yet, exactly. It's not over yet. There's a lot of, like, now content and events and just kind of showing people all the cool shit uh, that the partners came aboard to, like, create with yeah. us. Um, and to hopefully inspire some people, like, okay, so you don't have to do the whole Jeep thing. No, you don't. You just want to get out. I mean, that's what we preach all the time. Yeah. You know, just grab a tent go. Just do it. Um, yeah. But, you know, sometimes people feel like, oh, I need this and I need that. And granted, the Subaru, if you see it, you're like, oh, you need all the things. Uh, <laughs> but uh, only because I can, right? Yeah. Only because the opportunity presented itself. And when opportunity does arise and when opportunity opens up to you, you owe it to yourself and the people who would have taken advantage of that opportunity to make the most of it. Yeah, 100%. There are so many people out there just dying for the chance to show something they want to do, some idea that they have, some angle on something like that they think people would be stoked to see if you're so like gifted in life that somebody's willing to support your ideas or back you even though you're breaking or whatever it is like i've i've been very fortunate to have partners like milestone tires goose gear warren like these amazing dude i'm not even gonna start i'm not i'm not even gonna start trying to name freaking everybody but just having people uh, who are like, okay, Ollie, Ollie's doing cool shit, or we think what Ollie's doing is cool, it's good enough for us. Torco, dude, like Torco yeah. has been with me for like 17 years. Like, okay. they make a lot of stuff, like, they do a lot of uh, oh my god, they do brake oils, cleaners, and... they do uh, assembly lubes, they do gear oil, they do engine oil, they do two stroke stuff, they, like the gamut of yeah. lubricating fluids, yeah. And uh, I've been meaning to get Ernie actually from Torco on here so that we can like hang out and kind of talk, uh, talk what what it comes down to which is viscosity and heat yeah oil is all about man. viscosity and heat so you know how the heat affects the oil as it's running through the reps in your motor and how the heat breaks it down or you know loosens it up how the elements within the oil actually hold up to you know and i know you've got liquid molly or li- liquid <laughs> molly right liquid molly liquid molly so <laughs> you know and there's great there's great brands out there doing great things Turco, Dude, yeah Turco happens to have done really right by me and uh, from back when I was doing uh, motor builds with drifting.com or now nice. doing the Jeep stuff or the Subaru stuff. It's like, okay, I know at least I have like the best shit I can put in. Yeah. I know? mean like a lot of these, I mean, mobile one used to be my client. Okay. You know what I mean? So yeah. Cause you have a marketing background. Yes, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So, uh, you know, liquid Molly is, is, uh, my sponsor for my mini Cooper and right. stuff. And are they on like with Jared too and stuff? Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Cause he did yeah. a really good video showing their product line. That was really cool. Yeah. Brandon hooked it up, man. Um, I mean, a lot of these companies, they have really great engineers. They're all doing their own little spin on something, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, quality product, you know, I'm sure Torco is quality product too. 100%, and, yeah. um, you know, it, like you said, it's all about the viscosities and the heat, you know, how it breaks down additives mm-hmm. um you know with the engine the tolerances they have nowadays yep. it's super important well, it's to like have. when you talk about viscosity there's a unit do you know the, oh, fuck it's a senate senate i think it starts with a c ernie's gonna just yell at me right now yeah, if he's watching yeah. this but there is <laughs> a unit too. of measure 
sinistoter. I don't. I'm probably butchering it, but there's a unit of measure for viscosity. Basically, the 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 thickness of the I, I don't know that not molecule, but just the thickness of the film of the oil that it leaves behind. Yep. And you know the additives and the temperature ranges and all that measure up to a certain tolerance of thickness that's coating your parts. Yeah. Which is why on race applications, you want to make sure that even with the insane amount of pressures and force and RPMs, that you still have to have film that's acting as a protective barrier between it's protecting one your piece engine. of metal and another piece of metal that just want to melt together. Mm-hmm. And so all your oil does is keep those two from fully living their purpose. Yeah. And then a lot of the additives they have is like anti-friction. Mm-hmm. So it reduces, it increases efficiencies and everything else. Yeah, like yeah. Torco has that MPZ stuff. Yeah, so yeah. all good stuff and uh, and beyond them, it's just I've, I've had so many great partners that have just kind of stuck around and, and really let me do all the cool That's shit. That's awesome, man. Yeah. It's good to have good backers because, you know, it lets you have your creative freedom. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's like, the Subaru has a lot of logos on it, but at the end of the day, it's it looks like my Subaru. It's still yours. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's some <laughs> other company's Subaru or whatever, but you could tell, like, there's some people who've really, like, backed me hard and other people who've, um, you know, maybe put in some stuff, and you could see kind of where it lays. And overall, you know, between my Jeep and the Subaru, you can tell where the love's at. Dude, I will tell you, um, today I was actually looking at it at the show because we went down to the uh, Chemical Guys. Yeah, uh, KC's event. Yeah, the event. Um, And dude, I I noticed your tires. I've never noticed the- Yeah, the Miles, yeah, the AT Pros. Yeah. I was actually checking those out. I was like, that, I have never seen that before. They look really good. They're brand new and they're bitching. And so far on road has been awesome. I've been running their MTs for like years now Mm -hmm. and they've been an amazing all around tire. Like yeah. there's, you know, we were talking about oils, like tire companies are similar. Like it's all petroleum. So many, well, no, yeah, <laughs> that too, right? But so many people make a great tire. Like yeah. you can't go and like badmouth any tire company actually doing good shit. Like maybe not the retread guys, maybe those guys deserve whatever shit they get. <laughs> no offense. But uh, but no, in all seriousness, like, you know, whether it's, uh, whether it's Nitto or BFG or, you know, Toyo, all these Falcon. companies, yeah, Falcon, you know, <laughs> Brandon's from Falcon, right? Brandon's, I, uh, I have a, f- a Falcon hookup too. That's why yeah. I have oh, a yeah, you're like, you yeah. got to plug them. Uh, but no, they're all like, dude, even the, even the guys over at Falcon are great. They, they come out on the, um, the four wheeler. They used to come out on the four wheeler, like trips that they yeah. used to do. And, um, good people, Doug over there, like, you know, they just, anybody who loves the, basically loves the space that they're in, like loves off-road um supports off-road uh gives back to the people pushing hard to inspire others to get into off-road like um they're getting feedback from all their listeners too or not listeners i'm talking about our people uh all, all their users too yeah, because yeah. like they, they actually take that feedback you know i mean every single company does it. that yeah exactly so it's not like any one company is not going to make a good tire yeah so all these companies make great tires one thing i've said about milestar is they make probably, in my opinion, one of the best all-around tires. Okay. On the on the MTs, and you know, again, everyone's. I know you've got your Falcon, and I had Mile Stars, but, but this is my show. Um, I know. No, I'm saying I had Mile Stars yeah. on the Mini Cooper oh, actually originally. Did you? Then yeah. you got the Falcon the, deal. The problem wasn't the tire. The uh-huh. problem was it was the wrong tire for the application. Like the AT Pros would be bitching on that thing. 
Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm thinking about yeah. because I, I noticed you're running 15s. So that's more so rally style. We went down from 17, which mm -hmm. was stock. We won at 15 because we wanted the sidewall. Exactly. I want to be able to air down just a little bit, just have that extra suspension because it's already amazing driving these IFS rear, you know, independent rear suspension vehicles. It feels like as if you've aired down to like 13 on your Jeep. Oh, wow. That's what it feels like driving it fully aired up. So that's that. That was the problem with my Mini Cooper with the milestars I had on there. They were actually uh, the guy put a, a light truck tire on a super light car. Oh, I see. It was just so whatever. It, yeah, it was okay. the, it was a great tire, but wrong application. And right. the thing is, is that I want to do something with a softer sidewall, like you're talking about. Yeah, because then it'll just soak it up. Yep, yep. And <laughs> you know, and you know, having that opportunity to like, you know, just just have have another component of your suspension system, basically activated by letting out just a little bit of air and having that rubber kind of absorb all those little tiny bumps and then have your suspension really just deal with like the bigger stuff mm -hmm. is a great combo yeah the tires are the first part of suspension yeah. so there yep. you go yep um that's why anybody who ever goes out wheeling with their jeeps will air down and and, and feel that night and day difference exactly yeah <laughs> but that's a bitch in subaru man it came out good it came out good it's, dude eric's is way over the top of mine like he went with the full rally tech custom like all the shit that they anything that they had that they could throw at it they threw at it and he ended up getting it on with shock surplus shock surplus did a great job getting both of our vehicles dialed in dude those guys are legit oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. They, they legit go out and test all their products dude, they not only do they test they're like uh they're like jason over at rick supply where it's like we're not just gonna test we're gonna go beat on it yeah they beat the like, shit out of it hard as f and <laughs> basically take the hit ourselves we're gonna we're gonna take the hit to our pockets mm -hmm. fuck up our vehicles for the sake of showing people what's really capable like they i remember they snapped like icon suspension just from doing stuff that the average person might try to go do yeah. you know well they want to make sure it works and, and and again everybody has a different application some people are heavier some people are lighter yeah. some people want to do baja style you know some people just want to do rock crawling they got everything yeah for everybody like and the lord guys too yeah 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 actually i think they do more like off-road but still like they've been in business for a really long time and sean when he like kind of took over it's like it was family-based um has really like elevated the marketing um the the sophistication of what they're doing to bring it into kind of like a newer more modern you know style of business so yeah. heavy heavy on the web which as a matter of fact you've been working on the average overlanders website it's looking yes. good yeah you yeah. guys should go check it out it's so, averageoverlanders.com right or averageoverlanders.com yeah. and uh there's actually a event coming up that sounds really cool there is it's on our website it's a little complicated for me i think it's one not. and done it's one not. meal and done dude <laughs> Hey, you can make one meal. If it's you that good, it can still win. win. Oh, you think so? I think so. If it's that good. That might be worth like standing on, right? Like you're yeah. like, my shit's so good. <laughs> I'm not even going to do the appetizer or the dessert. So basically what it is, is you're throwing an event. It's going to be a cook-off event. Yeah, it's camp out, cook off. Yep. Um, it's going to be a comp competition. In fact, one of the people who was on the live, I don't know if he's still on, but uh, you Sean. You can't invite Marco. Oh, I mean, hey, if he signs up, he signs up, but he has to know about us. So uh, if he listens to your podcast, he might find out. Probably not. Nobody listens to this thing. <laughs> it's garbage. No, nah, that's good. I listen to it. So I'm one of your four listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, right now, guys, for those of you watching live, I started the live kind of in the middle of Ben and I's conversation. This is Ben from The Average Overlanders. And uh, we're just hanging out on this warm Saturday. We just came back, both of us from the KC with Chemical Guys event out in Torrance, California, uh, which was a great event. 
great turnout, amazing turnout, such impressive rigs. Um, truly just everyone felt like they were all at a car show. Like it felt like just one big car show. And uh, all, so many of those vehicles could have been right at home at SEMA. A lot of love and energy and time and money spent. And it was good to see those crowds that Casey always seems to be bringing. Dude, yeah, they, they pulled a lot of good vehicles. What was your favorite vehicle? I mean, there were so many, but... If you just had to pick one random one. There were some like very unique builds across from me. Old school, like Studebaker. Looked like <sighs> a old school fire truck. It just... The paint job... I mean, I took videos so people will get to see what it looks like, but the paint job, just the, the detail, the, the pride from the owner. The owner was one of those stoic, like, white dudes, gray white dudes who just kind of like glasses on you. You can't read them. He loved it. He loved, he loved every it. second of it. And uh, just watching them pull out and just seeing them. It's such a massive vehicle. Such a massive. What massive was it vehicle. built on? It was like a like a five five ton type I chassis. I have no. I don't even ask me. I have no idea. But it was just. It, it was impressive. Are you gonna post it on your Instagram? Oh, dude! I'm gonna do a whole video on what I <sighs> saw. Some of the stuff I saw. I'm gonna compile it all up together. And... Tag me so I can repost it because I didn't take anything because I was too busy. Oh, really? Awe. Yeah. Oh no, no. I was too sure. busy with like jaw drop, just looking at everything. Yeah. No. I uh, I took some time. I always like to be by the vehicle because. Anybody that comes around, I owe it to all the people that like threw in on this rig. Like, definitely, I am sponsored, not not built, or no, I am sponsored, not bought. <laughs> like, yeah, there you go. Like, I have to own it. Um, I do a lot of work for a lot of companies, and in turn, uh, they support these endeavors, like we talked about. Um, so, like, if I'm away from the vehicle and somebody's there, like, I literally fielded a, uh, a twenty minute conversation about the goose gear stuff and the rig supply stuff. With, yeah. with with a guy who was there with his kid so you know he had a Land Rover and he was like fully invested he's like I really like the Ultra Swing and who does this goose gear stuff do they do kits I'm like yes there's full kits probably for your car actually yeah. for the Land Rover, Land Rover I can't talk Land Rover for sure and then also you know the Ultra Swing will also work and I actually went through uh, is the Ultra Swing the, the hitch mount one the hitch mount yeah oh, okay. and I went through their website they have a great website so I'm like okay, how do I find this? But then it's like, okay, I selected, I selected, I selected. I kept asking, I'm like, all right, so what your model? What, blah, blah, blah. And as I went through, <laughs> I was like, dude, the perfect sales tool. Like they, yeah. they've done a good job with their website to create a awesome sales tool. Like, so if you're on site, you can easily look up something for somebody who's interested and show them, okay, here's what you're looking at. It's like, whatever it was, 15.99 or whatever, like for the ultra swing. Also, you can get a table. Also, you can get the side hack. Also, you can get this ramble rack. Like, it's such a cool yeah, build system. Yeah, it, build it on the spot. It, you know, the rig supply stuff actually makes me want to <clears throat> weld in supports because right now, the way that the eco hitch mounts up, uh, we lost we lost the live feed. The mm. live feed's gone. Hopefully they liked it. Um, but the way, I guess, I guess it helps if you actually turn on your battery. Um, <laughs> damn it. The way the eco hitch mounts up, it, it goes to these, like, it has these, like, things that you have to, like, kind of push in. Yeah, it's weird. You have to use this, like, bolt, like, wire. So you, like, you feed this wire through the opposite end, like, the way that the, where the bolt's going to come down from. Like, so if you have, like, a hole that you can't get to the top of, okay. you push this wire through and you pull it out from the side where you can feed your bolt all the way through. And you have to do like multiple items. Like there's a washer, there's the bolt itself, and there's also this like captive kind of rectangular shaped nut. 
Hmm. And all of that has to come through so then you can mount your your eco hitch and there's only four points and it's in sheet metal that's i swear to god is like an eighth of an inch thick and so it makes me feel like with all this weight and you know taking jumps and doing all those things yeah. how is this going to hold up the rig stuff is going to be fucking awesome the you know everything else is what i'm worried about like the actual <laughs> unibody mounting yeah. location you know did you uh, did you reinforce your uh, unibody? No, 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 not yet. And do, I mean, do they even have kits for that? So, so back in my like uh, import tuner drift days, uh, what you do on a unibody vehicle is you pull out all the all the industrial adhesive that they put mm. in. So there's this there's all this industrial adhesive that kind of all the body panels kind of meet together, and then there's some points that are pressed together like tightly, and I think they're welds. But anyways, you you get rid of all that shit. And then you tack weld oh, every okay. like inch and a half, two inches. You tack weld the entire unibody. That then creates a super rigid structure. Then when combined with your cage, which is just the next evolutionary step, it ties in into the ties into the frame. Yeah. Ties into the frame. The cage and everything becomes this big, kind of cohesive unit. And now you have structural integrity. Yeah, I mean, uh, certain vehicles are meant for that unibody flex. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, especially if you're like doing canyon carving, you want it to be pretty rigid. Yeah, and let the suspension do the work. I don't mind a little bit of roll, because it allows yeah. you to kind of like pitch, pitch where you want to go, and you feel like you can kind of feel it coming back to like equilibrium, and so you know you're ready for the next transition. It's got flow. It's got flow. Um, re- really rigid. That's super technical racing. I'm not super technical. It's I like, like to, F1. I like to flow through through stuff, just kind of like a boat. You know? Yeah, man. I like a little slot. That's why I like rally. Yeah, rally's because the dirt. I is, love rally. Dirt yeah. has give. Yeah, and it's like you almost just factor in the give. You factor in just kind of like how much give it's going to be before it like pulls you through that next corner. Yeah, yeah, man. There's it's it's like as close as you get to surfing with four wheels. Yeah, I mean I've never surfed, but I skateboarded. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's like you know what snowboarding. Okay, Done it's that. like it's the closest you get to snowboarding, but on four wheels. Yeah, man. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. So, anyway, so tell me, what are you guys up to at the Average Overlanders? Let's talk a little bit about you and what you guys do and how you guys kind of... I mean, I think we talked about how you guys kind of started when um, I was on your podcast. We, yeah, we Jared's been on yours too, bit. yeah. Jared talked about kind of his stuff. Well, I mean, let's get it from your perspective. Like, how's this? How's your whole like kind of entry and direction and path through off-roading and all this been? Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's been a journey. I'll tell you that. I mean, I started out rock crawling and, you know, with Jeeps and uh, my buddy Brandon, who works at Liquid Molly, yeah. he uh, he helped me build my XJ from a two wheel drive to a four wheel drive. Okay. And um, that was a lot of fun. I learned a lot from him because he was like a total Jeep nerd. And um, that's where I really kind of cut my teeth actually driving. He taught me how to drive, okay. which has actually transitioned over into overlanding, even though we don't come across the same type of obstacles. Sure. Um, but uh, So when you say he taught you how to drive, was that like more crawling with the XJ? Oh, crawling, yeah. 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 Like where to put your tires, what do you want to do instead of this Considering that. the rear tire, like Martin from Mouser was that kind of guide for me where he's like, we did this whole Chocolate Thunder thing and he's like, one thing that he said that stuck out was, remember your rear tires are going too. Yeah. So just because the front got over whatever you're going for, don't forget you got to place your rear tires where you want them as well. So you can't just think about the front. And I think actually a lot of times I'm thinking about the front, I'm just muscling through the rear. 
yeah. which has gotten me into a lot of problems. Yeah. No, I mean, definitely the, the rear follows, but not exactly. I mean, sometimes yeah. if you're making a sharp turn, it's going to mm -hmm. drag a little bit less. Right. And so it depends on your wheelbase. But uh, we saw a lot of that at Backdoor at King of the Hammers. Okay. You know, people were not like taking the right line. And so, you know, he taught me a lot about the line. And Is that where to, you kind of learned? Was out there yeah. in Johnson Valley? Yeah. Oh, I mean, well, I mean, he took me on Cleghorn and stuff like that. Okay. That was my very yeah. first trip. But, um, you know, Johnson Valley was definitely one of those things where we're, he's like, oh, yeah, put the tire here, put the tire there, you know. So, um, but yeah, I started off with the rock crawling stuff and then I got into uh, the overlanding when COVID hit. Okay. Right. So that's when it was more about camping. And I'm, I'm familiar with camping, but it was more about vehicle based camping and then all the cool gear that goes along with it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I um, started building out uh, my very first uh, first gen taco. Right. And, uh, I, I should have probably never sold that thing, but, um, you know, I ended up doing, getting rid of it cause you know, the wife didn't find it super comfortable. Okay. She was like, Oh, I want something more comfortable. I was like, Oh, well heated seats are in a ZR too. <laughs> You're like, can I interest you in my Chevy? Yeah. So now I have a, C a ZR two uh, Chevy with front rear lockers. I mean, from the factory I and mean, it's pretty capable from the factory. So yeah, it really yeah. is. My buddy Adam's got one and. We do a lot of stuff. Tons of power. I mean, those those V6s are putting out about 308 horsepower. So I want to go do Calico. We uh, should go do that. Yeah. We should bring the ZR2. Yeah. Because I think the, um, God, I forget the name. And, you know, it's better I don't even talk about it. <laughs> but one of the trails out there is, I think, doable as long as you have high clearance, decent yeah. tires, and uh, lockers. Yeah, I, I me personally, I need to upgrade my tires. I need a bigger size. Dude. But in order to do that on the Chevys, because they have like these square wheel wells, mm -hmm. you have to like do a lot of cutting. Okay. And so, are you there yet? Uh, is, your I, wife, I, is your wife there? Oh, she doesn't she's care. She's okay with it? No, she doesn't care. She's like, it's your truck. And I'm, like, All right. I'm the one who's like, oh, I don't want to cut it. Yeah, I mean, look, it's a nice truck and you're going to sell it for good money if you keep it all intact. Dude, yeah, I'm not, you know, something's only worth what you're, I mean, it's only worth something if you're selling it. I'm not selling it. Right. So it doesn't really I've matter I've never got any cars like that where I'm like, oh, I'm going to just sell this one day like the Subaru. I'm going to hang on to it. As a matter of fact, I have another project I'd like to think about for next year. Yeah. And it's a stupid project, but it makes a lot of sense in my mind as far yeah. as like what would be cool and what would be I fun. can justify any project. Right. And, but God <laughs> I'm knows. I'm a bad influence. <laughs> dude, God knows I have other things I got to focus on first uh, before I go down the rabbit hole of uh, what I want to do to the Subaru because that's a really expensive rabbit hole I know. Yeah, it can be. Yeah. It can be for sure. I mean, I, I want to keep the truck. I mean, the thing is, is that the very first trip I went on, I was dragging trees on it. So... I'm not opposed like, like pinstriping oh, like yeah, brand yeah, new yeah. truck. Yeah, you know? I mean, that's, that's all kind of part of it. Though. Exactly. Like, I was like, you know what? It's either going to happen today or it's going to happen a year from now. It doesn't really matter. I mean, the recommendation is, is if you really, you know, care then, but if you really care and you still want to go do this stuff, just wrap, wrap the sides of your vehicle. Yeah. It's protection film. Yeah. Just wrap it. Yeah. Uh, because then, you know, the wrap will, will occur all the damage as long, as long as you don't hit like big branches that are actually going to dent your shit. Yeah. Up. They're going to dig into it. Yeah, I mean, as long as that doesn't happen, you're going to essentially just kind of get all your scratches. And then when you're, I mean, if you're that kind of person, you're probably going to want to sell it anyway. So then when you're ready to sell, you just peel that shit off and it's solid. But I usually get my, my pinstripes before I put my wrap on, which is what I did with the Subaru. So the Subaru has a nice coat of like so many scratches. <laughs> and you can't breathe yeah. on the Subaru, like that Crosstrek paint. Like there are so many things that I would rant and rave about on that Subaru. Like I really... I've, I've had the Kool-Aid, like, even though I got stuck back in the day, honestly, Subaru has brought some of the best things into my life in terms of off-road. 
I've never owned a Subaru and I've owned 56 cars. Dude, 56? 56. Holy. Okay, we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> but back to me first. Um, no, I'm just saying, I've never owned a Subaru. That's like, insane. I can't, I can't okay, add anything. No, I really to that. want to talk about that. 56. That's insane. Um, but no, I had a Subaru. I got stuck. That getting stuck, getting pulled out by a Jeep the following day, and everything that ensued got me into wanting to buy a Jeep. Then I bought a Jeep, and you saw what the knee jerk reaction of a father who gets his family stuck looks like. <laughs> it's like this Jeep's going to do everything. All Kill the zombies, everything, yeah, man. This Jeep will not stop for nothing. Um, and then, uh, and then now being back into the Subaru thing, um, it's like, oh, this is what I should have done back in the day. Yeah. When I originally had it. Well, now you got all the knowledge and you can apply it to well, this, you know? That's the thing. I was so green, but that Subaru, the fit and finish on the inside, like even stock, I was like, Well, Fuck. what kind of Subaru did you have first? Uh, I had an Impreza. Oh, okay. I should have got the Crosstrek based off of what I wanted to do, go out, do trails. And yeah. I'm like, oh, all-wheel drive. All-wheel drive is all-wheel drive. No, dude, there's there's levels to this shit. Now, now I know. <laughs> now I know. Uh, but I didn't. I had no idea back then. I I was I was from the lowered uh, import like Dude, same. drifting thing, you know. Same. So like that's the stuff I, I used to love going sideways. We used to race out in GMR and in the canyons out in Zuza. Like that was our thing. And we we're like, oh, we're street racers. Um, but jackasses. Um, <laughs> it was but, like, fun though. It, it was, was so fun. much fun. So much fun. I you know I still have buddies uh, that we talk to still to this day because it's all about that 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 car culture. Yeah. It's, it's all about the the love of just the adrenaline, the smells, like because there's there's distinct smells like fuel smells, rubber smells, like there's these smells like squash, grease, squash. <laughs> Dude, you just got the JDM freshener from Chemical Guys. Yeah, didn't you? yeah. I, I saw it on the shelf and I was like, I gotta get it. You know, it brought me back to the tuner days. That's what you're like. You want some air fresheners, JDM? I'm like, what? And then you said squash. I was like, okay. Yes. Yeah. Air Spencer. That's it. Air Spencer. <laughs> I've got mine in my Subaru. Actually, this is one of the first things my wife got me as a present when I bought the Subaru. I got this gift from her and I opened it up and it's an Air Spencer. That's like, a great oh, wife. You know me, babe. You know me. Um, I open the door. My wife yells at me. She's like, another car. Oh, no. That's, that's terrible. <laughs> no, I, I made sure that when I, when I found the right woman, she was the one who's going to race me home. And she had a Scion back in the day. Oh, Dude, yeah. Dude, I remember, like, I got my 240, uh, this red 240SX, which became my drift car. What year? Um, it was a 1991 240SX. Oh, yeah. We ended up doing an RB25 swap, full cage, like, full Formula D spec. Damn. Build on that car. That's hardcore. Um, yeah, you could. You I was could nowhere near that. Catch it on my Facebook. That's uh, <laughs> how far back it goes. MySpace? That's, that was the yeah no seriously like that was the 15 17 year old project back in the day that's that's what built my relationship with torco and you know, oh wow um yeah we had like, we had a full engine build series with drifting.com j pistons like for your like rods um dude deutschworks like all these great companies tomei like we built this beautiful rb25 motor and actually ended up going to ryan literal who was a Formula D, you know, hopeful and great, great driver. And he always ran the RB25 platform in his, uh, in his uh, 240. Um, and he ended up buying that motor off of me. And that became more camera equipment for me. Like I went through this phase where nice. I got rid of all my import shit and invested in just skills. I yeah, invested creative. in camera equipment, lenses, computers, and I just dove into um, trying to build my first clothing company, which was getting clothing. And then, you know, large LA and now it's fast friends. Yeah. And I think I finally got it right with fast friends. Like, I like it. You like it. You just yeah. bought some shit. Actually. I know I'm wearing the hat. Well, <laughs> live is off, but yeah. yeah, I bought the hat. No, I appreciate and that the shirt so much. Smiles uh, per gallon, dude. Story of my life. 
dude it's what it, i mean you can't you can't get you can't get too hung up on the fact that you have this off-road vehicle and you have to spend a shitload of money in gas so you might as well embrace it and uh and uh you know just accept the fact that you're going to be a little broke you know it's to- more about the destination that the vehicle can get you to at that point you know it's not about the gas mileage, no. all that stuff. I mean, it does matter because obviously you don't want to get stuck out in the middle of nowhere with eight right. miles per gallon, you know. Seven. Seven. Seven fucking miles per gallon. Dude, Jared's Subaru getting like is, nine, I think. Dude, my Subaru is three times more efficient than my Jeep. So what are you, what, tw- 20, 21. 21. Yeah, it's nuts. 21.3. And that's right built now. too. That, like, so, okay, I thought about that. So, and hey guys, if you're just coming on, hi. Hey, what's up, Kelly? What's up, Francis? Oh, we got some we got some friends on here. Hey guys, fast friends. Uh, fat, definitely. What's up, Gonzo Overland? We got Steve. Hey, Steve's actually going to be just so everyone knows. Steve is going to be taking over the reins of Rick for Dirt next weekend. I will oh. be at the Pure Four by Four event at Base Camp. Uh, I should go to that. You come come out because I'll be I'll be there running Tread Lightly's booth. Oh, nice. Yeah. And great have, organization yeah dude my favorite and they asked me to come out i'm like oh of course i'm gonna i'll take time off of work <laughs> to go work for you <laughs> yeah that's how much <laughs> volunteer. i volunteer like you know um it's going well francis hey guys uh yeah we just got back from uh so basically we tried doing this live thing uh we did one and then the phone died and it might die again i don't know um doesn't look so like it's charging it's like one percent i think is what it's showing um Hopefully this lasts. We'll see. It's connected to my power bank. And we're here with Ben from the Average Overlanders. And I've been on their show. And uh, Jared, the other half of the Average Overlanders, has been on Rick for Dirt in the past. So it was only a matter of time before it's like, let's get Ben involved. And Ben is so cool because last night we were just chatting. And it's like, oh, yeah, there's this event. And he goes, where? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's in like Torrance. Um, I probably said Gardena because I was confused. I actually went. You to, say Gardena, dude. But I went to the old Gardena location. I'm like, there's nobody here, really? Like, oh, this morning? Yeah, this morning. Like, I was late. <laughs> I was late to the event because I went to the wrong spot. Um, but uh, out in Torrance with Chemical Guys in KC, and it was awesome. Like, it was a good time, dude. Such an insane turnout. Kelly was there. Um, we had a lot of friends out there, and uh, it was good to see like Off Road JK and like you know all the people that came out. Of course, the entire KC family. Um, Tread Lightly was there. Yeah, Tread Lightly was there. Was it? Wait, 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 oh, no, I'm sorry, Tread Magazine. Tread sorry, Magazine. Kelly from Tread. I'm like Tread yeah. Lightly was there. I'm like no. <laughs> we were talking about Tread Lightly. Yeah. That's why I was thinking that. Um, you were there. You you came out. I was like, I wonder if he's actually going to come out because you live even further away. Eh, not too far. I mean, we're we're all along the 15 here, so it's all the same. You're still another 20, 30 from me. Yeah, if you go south, but we we're going. We we're going why west. He's, he's so dedicated. Like look, dedicated listen, to the game. Listen to how humble he is, um, <laughs> as he explains, like it being no thing to drive out to Torrance. Which, let me tell you, we ended up at Redondo Beach at uh, Rebel. Was it? Yeah, called? it was good. It's called Rebel Brew, Brewery or some some shit like that. Yeah, they actually had an amazing breakfast. I couldn't sit for the entire breakfast thing, which I wish I could have. Because I had two dogs at home, I had to get back. Yeah, get them out. Responsibility, dude. As a matter of fact, I held my pee. I'm sorry, but I, I literally <laughs> held it from the brewery all the way home. And I literally wanted to pull over like seven times to go. Like, I'm like, there's a nice piece of land right there. I could just <laughs> pull over in and just take some time. And I'm like, my dogs are home. Like, if they're holding it, you're holding it. So yeah, I just, man. dude, I, I just muscled through it. 
And uh, me and my bladder got to know each other a little bit better. I'm like, oh, you're much more capable. It's like it's like getting a Jeep and not realizing how much it can do. My bladder yeah. is very capable of lasting a lot longer than I thought it could. Or learning how capable the Subaru is. That too, which we are going to do actually as soon as uh, the near future. I'm not, I can't give away. Like, oh, what okay. We're okay. live right now. Yeah. Um, but we are going out to kind of mess around and, and kind of see what... All these little upgrades and updates and, you know, the suspension. Because I took my Subaru stock form up a trail that we're going to go do tomorrow. And, you know, I felt it. And there was certain ways I had to drive to navigate. But I feel like with what I have right now, I can just kind of go straight on. And I'm going to go straight on. We're, we're going to go. We're going to give it the beans a little bit. Just, yeah. you know, we're not going to exceed the limit. But we are going to go th on things faster than the average Prius would do. So they have a saying. It's a, if at first you don't succeed... Hit it with some speed and keep breaking, <laughs> and then go back, fix it, and then come back again. That's that uh, the what, what is it? Is Wheel wrench repeat is Dude, what Opt Off Road says. That's my Insta. That's no, my that's my YouTube. I have a fixed break repeat. That's oh, my YouTube you channel. And uh, as a matter of fact, if you uh, like stupid videos, go check out Fixed Break Repeat on YouTube. And uh, you know, I've got a few episodes of this really near and dear uh, thing that I'm working on uh, called uh, the Family Burden. Uh, but as of Tuesday, my phone went to the water park and it did not come back. And all those episodes are now gone. Dang. Breaks my heart. I still have all the footage, but all the episodes are gone. So I have to kind of rebuild. And, uh, I really liked, we will was, rebuild. Yeah. I, I really liked where it was going and the boys were so stoked on it. And I feel terrible that I didn't at least upload him before uh, I lost everything, but, uh, we'll get it back. Um, and we'll make it better. Hell yeah. yeah. I saw the picture you took of your phone that broke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't take your phones to, it says IP68, and that's only like if water splashes on it, like from a sneeze. Um, <laughs> or you spill a little beer on it I by accident. I expected it you know? to make one or two water slides, and I guess I was asking for too much. That's Oh, so you actually like wore it on you. Oh, yeah. No, we were taking pictures on the slides and like, what's up? Dang. Yeah. Because we went to the water park, went to Raging Waters. Oh, no. Great Wolf Lodge. Okay. And uh, we have these like little cases. You slip it in. Yeah. And then you can still they use it. They were out of it. stock. I tried to go buy one. I, uh, did, I did try to buy one. And then I said, you know what? They're out of stock. I'm going to rely on the IP68 and my phone will sink to the cloud. And uh, even if it dies, I'll just get a new phone and all my pictures will be there. No, none of that shit sank it sunk yeah it sank yeah it sank like in the wrong way <laughs> sank not sink sucks um <laughs> what's kelly saying i still can't believe the videos aren't in the cloud yeah well you know what our first three episodes for the tread magazine uh are now live on tread's youtube channel oh nice kelly kelly was just talking about how she can't believe i lost everything and that's fine um but we did get three episodes on tread i've got actually a couple episodes already uploaded to google drive so there, I've saved, I've, I've bought myself some time to rebuild and it's just going to be a very busy week for me, Oof. you know, and it's probably the best week because, uh, I can really just focus a lot of the stuff is done. So now I can just focus on. Yeah. Before it was all about the build <sighs> editing shit. Yeah. Now it's about, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Showing it off. I, I, I thought <laughs> I, I thought I had a good formula. Everything was working and then I fucked it all up. I don't know, man. It looks pretty good. You'll rebuild. What do we got? We got Danny O'Ryan. Did you guys ever head down south to Baja? I've actually been down once. Um, 
with uh, Camp Forlo. I mean, I've been to Baja a lot, but like as a overland trip, I've only gone down once. With I've uh, never been. Oh, you haven't been yet. Never. Dude, Camp Forlo is like, like Matt from Camp Forlo puts on a great event, has the best spot right off, like right on top of a cliff overlooking the ocean like you are in paradise for a few days and the places he takes you to to go drive around and the things that you get to see and the places you get to eat at it's like worth the price of admission twice over yeah well he's doing an event i think in uh, october right yeah he, he does them all year round like oh okay yeah because yeah, jerry was talking about doing it in october yeah. and i just got my passport last weekend did you yeah well I mean, i'm ready to go that sounds like uh that sounds fun uh that on the san felipe well i guess he does he does an event on the san felipe side and then he does a event on the uh ensenada side and the one that i went to was actually on the ensenada side which i love rosarita ensenada like the food is amazing the people are fucking awesome um it's just a great great time um but uh san felipe i hear is also awesome so i haven't i haven't been on that leg of it but uh um i hear nothing but good things well i'm gonna have to check it out i keep talking about it oh, need to do it oh kelly's like let's go to baja maybe we should all go to baja in october. let's do it should we do let's do, we do it october let's hit up matt little rick for dirt fast friends average overlanders you know all the podcasts all the things kind of event <laughs> with tread magazine and and shock surplus because those guys love to create content and i will tell you they'd probably love to go make some stuff in baja well let's do it man I mean, honestly, I've been looking for new shocks for my ZR2. Yeah. Because I also want to do the cutting, put bigger tires on it, everything else. So. But first, summer trip. Summer trip. I got to do summer trip. First. Where are you going for that? I can't talk about it. Can't. Oh. First rule of summer trip is nobody talks about summer trip oh. until summer trip is passed. Got it. Yeah. Got it. And it's right there with summer camp. But this year I said, I don't have any time. I can't organize shit. There's just no time to organize shit. Like it's hard enough organizing everything we've had to do for these Subarus and I am done. I'm done. I'm finished. I need a break. My phone broke and I was actually happy. I'm like, oh, I can't do Instagram for like <laughs> it's kind four of days, a relief, days. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, once Friday came around and I like really got down to it, I got my phone same day, but I was just, I was, I was done. Honestly, and like taking a, a vacation and just turning the phone off and like sending it to voicemail. It's probably one of the best things you can do. Dude, the break forced to break. And yeah. I wasn't upset about it. <laughs> You know, honestly, like I, uh, my, my Mini Cooper's manual, and I was just thinking about nice. this when I was driving over here. I didn't realize that. That's yeah, awesome. It's yeah, it's a six-speed manual. So great. I, I grew up on manuals, so the thing yeah, is, is here. that I can't, like, you shouldn't be on your phone anyways, but I can't even look at my phone when I'm driving because oh, really? I'm having too much fun. You know I what feel I mean? like I spend more time on my phone in my Jeep than I do in my Subaru. Like, my Subaru, like, even has active cruise control, but I, I'm so much more, like, on top of things in the Subaru, like, feeling like I have to, like, just really be there. My Jeep, I just feel like everything moves around me. Yeah. And my Jeep just kind of goes through space. Do you have like, Apple CarPlay in your Jeep? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, that's one of the best things ever because, you know, pe people will text you. You can actually respond with oh, yeah. your voice to text. Yep. I have that in all my other cars. Unless you're, unless you're like Persian raised and have <laughs> weird ways that you say things. And then Siri's like, did you say X? And you're like, no. You. <laughs> I said hello, not let's go. Like, I don't know. Like it just, it gets everything I say completely wrong. And, uh, yeah, we were talking about it. It's gone kind of downhill. Yeah. The whole voice recognition, you were saying yeah. like, you think with like all the AI stuff, like it would be better. You you would assume dude, like chat GBT understands everything I say. Oh, totally dude. Like my best friend, right? It's now. already listening to us. Yeah. I, I pay for the premium. Do you? Yeah. I always <sighs> say please. And thank you. 
I do too. Yeah. I do too. Oh, it's, it's why, a, why do you do that though? Because I want to tr- like, if I'm going to raise a kid, I want my kid to, to grow up proper and respectful. And it's like, if, if I show the example of this is how you should interact and talk, like we're training this infantile, but farly superior intelligence, like yeah. what to do. So you better throw in a please and thank you. In there. So I just keep thinking about Terminator Yeah, that's and it. I'm yeah. trying to be nice yeah, so they don't kill too. me. No, I mean, look, I feel like you get a better response when you're, friendly and more conversational and polite the responses come back better when you're a little bit more colloquial and like a little bit more like gruff or to the point the shit that comes back sometimes is a little very direct yeah yeah Yeah. it's not exactly like creative so i always try to have more creative conversations because what i use chat gbt for is more like a assistant than to generate new ideas i feed it my ideas and i say can you please help me (laughs) outline this shit because i cannot (laughs) make it better yeah well i can't do an outline so outline these thoughts or outline this plan that i have and it'll it'll create a nice plan and then i'm like okay now i can attack that section of the plan with these other ideas that i have for like for that one day of you know being on the trail i want to do xyz how do i organize this i have x amount of people like and it's so great at figuring out like logistical shit Wow. I never even thought about using it for that. Dude, people use it to like come up with stories and their own like original shit. Not that I'm saying you do it, but a lot of people like, like they'll try to come up with their marketing plan using ChatGPT. It's like, bro, no, 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 no. You either, you're either creative and you know what the fuck to do. And you're just trying to organize your thoughts, which it's amazing for, or, you know, yeah, you're fucking plagiarizing your life by using this tool to like, think for you that's that's dangerous in my opinion don't See, use it to think for you I, I use it to help me like structure things kind of like what you're talking about <laughs> i saw the yay terminator <laughs> yeah so i use it to like help me structure thoughts and, and everything so like if i'm writing a big email that's like very involved mm-hmm. i'm like hey here's the main points here's the point i'm trying to get across mm. you know highlight these areas and then they'll write me an email and it's so oh amazing god Okay, that's fine. You know, to each <laughs> you don't own, agree. No, I mean, look, I don't. I just have don't to. like writing long emails. I'm just like, Ugh. hey, dude. One thing you know about me, if you do, is that I'm very in the middle. So, like, you have a way you want to do something or think about something or approach something. I'm okay with it as long as it doesn't fuck with me. Yeah, that's that's literally my like measure of people in my life is you do what you want to do. If it aligns with what we're doing, we're doing it together. If it doesn't align, you're doing it on your own. And I'm kind of like, okay, cool. And I'm doing my thing, but that's it. Like, I don't care what you do. I don't care yeah. how you use a tool. I use it my way. Use yours. Yeah. I mean, an artist, they, they all have paintbrushes and canvas. Yeah. It comes out differently. Yeah. I mean, and then you've got the street artists who rip off shit from other artists who then create their own spin on the art. And that's, that's almost how I see kind of AI being used is where people are using it to, to transform existing things into a new thing and then claim like ownership of that it's a it's a gray line because there does take some creativity to prompt uh anybody it's like a manager telling his designer this is my vision go make it and then the designer going and executing on that vision and then the manager gets like the credit for it yeah see the way i look at it is is i'm just having it structure it for me so that I can then edit it and everything else. Fucking Kelly's all. It can build an entire website for you. Of course it can. Is that how you build your website? No. You fucking guy with <laughs> no, your dude. paid GPT plan? <laughs> oh my God. No, 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 no. I, I can tell you off camera what my plans are for that. But no, in all seriousness, um, I, I did use it for, I was like, hey, what are the top affiliate programs for like 
overlanding and this and this and this, right? Oh, that's Just cool. to give me ideas. And, and, you know, you can take what they have and then build upon it and modify it, mold it, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm kind of using it for. All right. What's up, Kendor Off-Road? Good to see you here. Um, thanks to everyone who's kind of jumped on here and there and uh, spent some time with Ben and I. Uh, for those of you listening in, yeah, from time to time, I have been talking to our Instagram live audience. It's not the full episode, but just enough to kind of engage people and let them see kind of what we're doing here and there yeah. as, uh, as we get together with friends. And that's all I ever have on these podcasts is friends uh as much as i can help it i appreciate it man you're a good dude i can't say what happens a, a year from now but for now we're friends you can always delete the episode right you know you know i've never brought myself <laughs> to do it and there have been a couple really moments. there have been two moments in our in the history of rick for dirt where frank and i have talked and like do we delete it no let's just leave it i'm there with one of our episodes and i'll, and I'll leave it for everyone to think about who that might have been <laughs> everyone's like what the fuck like, was it me was it, it me, me? could it could have been ours you know I, me and frank have fought yeah. On an episode. Have you enjoyed it? Ever got into a heated... We don't get in a fight. No, no. no. We're, we're actually pretty aligned. I mean, we have our disagreements on more creative like related Meat? things. On like Beyond Burgers? Have you ever fought over Beyond Burgers? No. No. Because we, got... we both agree that it sucks. Oh, <laughs> yes. I'm with you. I'm yeah. in that camp. And I mean, I've had it. I've Frank, tried it. I can't Frank... talk crap on something if I haven't tried it. I've tried it. You know, I've tried it and actually didn't hate it. Like, it's still edible. It's 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 like a crunchy veggie kind of, I don't know, maybe being Persian, we have this thing where it's like egg and potato and vegetables that they like mash together and it becomes like a patty. I'm used to that. So actually it kind of took me back to that kind of texture and, you know, did it taste like a fucking burger? No, not really. <laughs> it tasted like a crispy kind of veggie. It bled like a burger though when I saw did it. it yeah. really? Oh, it's totally weird. What? That's so weird though. It is. It's like if you're meat. a vegetarian and you're against meat, you're not going to make fake meat to go eat. Yeah, because it had the juices that were pushing out of it. So, I mean, hey. I mean, things have juices in them. No, I know, but it looked like it was, was it a burger. That was, yeah. Like, it's like beet juice. Yeah, like, it was like. They put beet juice in it just so like, it bleeds a little <laughs> so you get the full effect. Was it red dye sake. 40 or whatever? God damn it. Like, <laughs> be a vegetarian vegetables like you cauliflower don't need to, you don't have to call a vegetable anything other than what it is it's a vegetable tofu whatever it is like go eat that don't turn it into like that i think that's where our argument happened was like frank was like oh i got beyond burger i'm like it's not me he's like yeah it's like meat substance it's like no it's not it's fucking it's synthetic vegetables. it's like a vegetable patty they should call it and he you know he got upset and we've since reconciled um and i've had it and it's not horrible but it's not a burger no, it's don't not. call it a burger. Don't call don't call it like vegan steak because it's not fucking steak. It's a slab of veggies. It's a slab of kind of processed and emulsifiers and 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 glues and and all kinds of things that kind of like make all this shit bond together in such a way that all the things I wouldn't normally eat. Yeah. I mean, I like the fact that they're doing like lab grown meat. That's kind of interesting to me. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. But it's the same thing as like the the you know, like genetically modified, you know, certain things. I mean same idea, I guess. Look, I, I, I believe that we're pretty much genetically modified at this point. Oh, like we are. Radio waves going through our brains with our phones and you know, 5G. All the crap that we're exposed to, uh, the shots and this and that and the other. Like, dude, people are pretty much genetically modified. We're, we're modifying what was like natural to either promote longevity or health or different things. Yeah. Like, my food doesn't have to have a brain for me to eat it. Hey, you know I don't what? mind it being brainless, you know? Well, we have Sean on. Uh, what is he saying? <laughs> Sean's like, oh, yeah, bee juice. Yeah. <laughs> he knows. Danny asked about Overland Spots in SoCal. Oh, Danny, what's up, bud? Um, so Overland Spots, so I hesitate to ever kind of talk about 
anything that I kind of feel like I've had the privilege of attending by way of knowing somebody within the industry. And it's not my place. You're talking about go, spots or like camping spots? Camping spots or overland yeah. spots. It's not my place to go tell all of you um, where to go. Um, I feel like if we're ever on a trip together, take notes. Um, yeah. If if you're ever fortunate enough to go out with somebody, take notes. Like those will become your spots. And I mean, the easy ones, what I'll say is there's all kinds of places you can go overland at. You could go to uh, Anza Brego. Depends on the time of year. You don't want to go to Anzabrigo. Well, I'm just saying, like, yeah. you go to Anzabrigo. You can overland in Big Sur. Yeah. You can overland. You could overland in a lot of places. Like, the Tahoe area is rich with beautiful, like, trails and all kinds of things. Anywhere up to 395, you know? But I've got specific places that I go to that I don't think it's my place to go tell everyone about because it's like, you know what? Go do the work. Go make the network. Go make friends. Like, go get involved like we do cleanups if you come to one of the rick for dirt like cleanups or projects dude you're gonna get exposed to some of my favorite spots locally yeah well but you I'll, sponsor a trail uh don't you no yes lido creek so lido creek is what a, so lido creek Sorry, is a great, i don't no, know the rules no no there's no rules <laughs> lido creek's a great spot rick for dirt sponsors the trail system up there and uh, we do work projects up there we just did one recently about a month and a half ago uh with the u.s forest service uh, carter from the u.s forest service and uh, Brandon from um, Tread Lightly. So those are our two main partners that you know our small and humble group does projects with. And uh, it's really important to me to keep the stoke alive, to keep the fun protected, yeah. to do our part. You know, there's there's five tread principles, and I love doing this to myself, especially when I'm live, and especially when I'm on a podcast. Are you it's quizzing like, yourself? Yeah, I'm quizzing myself. Right. There's there's five tread principles. There's travel responsibly. Uh, there's the R, which is, uh, respect the rights of others. Okay. There's the E, which is enjoy the road. No, it's not. I'm going to come back to E. I always mess E up. <laughs> there's A, which is avoid sensitive areas. And there's D, which is do your part. Um, the E is, uh, educate yourself. Yeah. Which is probably why I always forget it. Cause I was never good in school and the, and the educate <laughs> yourself is actually probably one of the most important ones because well, you got four out of five, right? Well, five out of five, because I got the E. Oh, you did. That's I right. Yeah. You know, like, now if it was like a quiz in order, yeah, I'm fucked. But yeah. as long as I got them all. Uh, the E, though, is one that I also struggle with, because, you know, you're like, hey, we're going to Lido Creek. We're going to go to Lido Creek. Awesome. Everybody gets in the car. Your buddy's like, we're going to meet up at the gas station right there, like right off the exit. And uh, we're going to meet up, and then we're going to head out, and we're going to do Lido Creek Trail, and we're going to go up there, Coldwater Canyon, and do whatever. It'll be awesome. And then... You forget to stop by the ranger station. The mm. ranger station's right there. The ranger station has all the information. All the maps. Dude, the rangers are there waiting for you to stop by just to talk to them. They want to hang out with you. They want to be your friend. They want to kick it. You know. You know what I find interesting at the ranger stations is is like, you know, people will check online before they go somewhere. Uh, yeah, if you're you know, smart. I don't often do that myself. So Oh, my dad does it all the time. Yeah. He'll be like, oh, yeah, fires are banned right now and blah, blah, blah. blah. And so yep. or they're not. And sometimes you'll actually educate yourself. Part. Yeah. Maybe you'll go there and online didn't get updated. And actually, they're like, actually, today is actually a higher risk, blah, blah, blah. So they end up, you know, having a fire restriction. Yo, dude, well, check this so, out. So you could you could research something the day before. Mm -hmm. Or the week before. Like, so for instance, when we went to go do the Tread Magazine shoot on the Jeep, we went up to Big Bear. And as we were going up to Big Bear, everything was solid. And, you know, we met up at the this local coffee shop right right when you enter into the village. There's a coffee shop on your left with, with the little pizza joint. Yep. I forget what it's called, but it's got great pastries, great paninis, like 
good coffee. It's it's my go-to. So I always meet people there at this one coffee shop, and it's local. And then we'll head out and we'll go do Holcomb or whatever, John Bull, Gold Mountain, whatever we're doing. <clears throat> well, that week leading up to the actual Big Bread closures, everything was open. Yeah. It was snowing. You know, it was, uh, we're going to get the most awesome snow shots. It's going to be bitching. And then we get up there, we meet up. Now, within the time, so when I got there, nothing had been in place. I could have been on any trail and within my right and legal. Yeah. As soon as we get to the Holcomb Trailhead and we're airing down, right as we're about to enter, a ranger's coming. Oh, coming at you. Coming, well, coming from the trail. Oh, okay. Coming back. And he goes, guys, I literally just closed the gate. So there was one of the gates on that on that entrance. Yeah. I literally just closed the gate. Um, trail's closed as of today until like, what was it? It was like May, April, whatever it was. It was like it was months. Deep. It was like months out. I was like, what yeah. the f-? I'm like, you don't understand. I'm like, I'm like, okay. There's a couple bands on this road. Do you mind if we drive up these bends and just get a couple shots? He's like, you could go all the way up to the gate and see the letter for yourself. He almost thought we were like saying we didn't believe it. I believed it. Yeah. <laughs> but I just wanted to see like, can we just get on the snow and get some beautiful like. Trying to get some content, know? man. Yeah, I'm trying to get some content. <laughs> I'm trying to fake it to make it. Uh, no, but like we were totally within, you know, reason to respect whatever he said. And he goes, yeah, you guys can go all the way up to the gate. I'm like, bitching. You gave me a pass. So I'm going. So I head out there and we passed some people who were camped out on the road and who probably just got told that everything was shutting down or closed and, uh, and still no gate. And we kept going and there was a gate off to the right, but there was still a trail that went off to the left. So we're, we're going to follow the left trail. And I ended up pulling, we ended up pulling three people out from the oh, snow, really? they which were is why stuck. they were closing it because ah. everybody was out there getting stuck and they just don't have the resources to go help everybody. Yeah. So we pulled out a bunch of people and told them, turn around, go back. Their vehicles were lacking. Um, and me and my Jeep, I was just, I was loving it. We were having so much fun. Oh, yeah. Alejandra was next to me. She was the photographer. Uh, um, Randy's girlfriend uh, from KC, she was with us. And uh, she was doing the the shoot for Tread. And so me and her were hanging out. And uh, Randy was driving a separate vehicle. He was in his Jeep, I believe. And we just take off. And we're, we're having fun. And then I get to the spot where about 50 feet, hundred feet in front of me, I realize it goes into this really deep snowdrift because mm. I, re- I remember the sign and I'm like, that sign's usually fully exposed and there's only like a foot or two feet of the sign showing and there's like another four feet below it. I'm like, I'm not going through all that. That's a lot. And that's going into like the main straightaway of Holcomb Valley. I know what you're talking with about. With the yeah. trees on either side. Mm-hmm. And if it's four feet right here, it's probably really shitty over there. I'm, yeah. So in the amount of time that I stopped... And then backed up, I got myself stuck. Oh, really? Which I started like loving because this this thing that we did that we did with Tread was kind of like a full circle story. I got stuck, you know, five or six years ago, whatever it was now, in my Subaru, and it was in far less conditions than what me and Alejandro were in. And I laughed and I and I just enjoyed this moment because now here I am in a vehicle. Yeah, fine, we're stuck. I'm gonna get us unstuck. Yeah, the use all your gear. The hardest part of getting myself unstuck was finding my damn remote. And thank God that remote. Oh, for the winch. Yeah, because it's yeah. only the Xeon, the 12s that I or the 10s that I have is only from a remote. Oh, so you can't do a manual. There's no hard line that goes to oh, it. Oh man! So if you don't have your fucking winch remote, Ooh-wee. you're screwed. And <laughs> I had my winch remote, and I found it, and I had to pull out all my crap, but I found it, 
and now I keep it like somewhere much more accessible. Um, and you know, I'm like, oh yeah, this is probably gonna be like a three point turn. So I'm going to probably winch off at that point and have my dead man. So I use my dead man, uh, yeah, to just kind of wrap around the tree and I'll fuck the tree up. And then I, I kind of pulled myself one way, pulled myself another way and then pulled myself out. And it was, it was a, it was a cathartic moment for myself because suddenly I'm like, okay, I went from being a hundred percent green and there's so much still, I, I don't know. And there's so much more learning I have to do um with there's levels to this shit right oh yeah but i got to the point where it's like i'm no longer scared or worried about like if i'm with my kids in that situation we're just having a longer day we're gonna have fun i've got food in the fridge we got drinks you'll get out though we'll get out and the the vehicle's fine yeah you know just stuck you're just stuck so uh i went up to the big bear area because we rented a cabin in this like you know, secluded areas like private land. Cool. And that's when we had the huge snow dump. Okay. Uh, up there. Like, were, you, were you in the middle of the storm or something? Oh, like yeah. Oh, no, really? no, no. Like, we rented a cabin for three days uh, in January. And, man, it was just dumping snow. Well, what ended up happening was is they, they plowed the, the, the people who, like, work on the grounds. They had a big old bobcat or whatever. And okay. they, they did a, you know, a plow. The problem was is they plowed straight. And then plowed straight for our little driveway, mm-hmm. but they didn't do it for like an angle. So I couldn't get out of the driveway to then go over. Like so like such a hard angle. Yeah, like... it was a 90 degree angle. And I was like, I, my truck is a long wheelbase oh. and you're, it's like the width of one car. So, um, anyways, That's I tried to go up and over. Corner, oh, I did. But then Did's I got your... stuck. <laughs> so my wife and kids and everybody's in the car and I'm, they're laughing at me. I wasn't worried. I, I put my lockers on. I mean, I was already aired down. Yeah. So I was like, you know, doing my whole thing and I actually had to get the shovel out and I'm shoveling and, and this guy comes out from another cab and he sees me struggling and I see his uh, Tacoma. It was all built up and everything. He's like, Hey man, you need some help. And like, I was like, no. I was like, there's no way I'm letting a Tacoma guy <laughs> helping out my Chevy. Okay. I'm getting this thing out. <laughs> So I just had to dig some more by myself, but it was nice of him That's to offer hilarious. it. Yeah. So we ended up getting out, but yeah. Cause you know, you're going to be like every freaking person's meme for like, Oh yeah. A month. Oh, look at the Tacoma yeah. helping the Chevy. You know? the too. <laughs> I'm like, Chevys. Oh man. Yeah. That's funny. Um, but yeah, no, that was, uh, but I think going back, you just don't know what you don't know. And educating yourself is basically making that phone call and stopping at the ranger station in the morning of when you're going out. Yeah, also knowing your limits. Well, that too, yeah. Yeah. yeah educate yourself <laughs> on what your vehicle can do, what it's supposed to do, like, yeah. Yeah, and your knowledge of, like, do you even know how to use your winch? Yeah, you know, 100%. So. Have you taken any courses? Like, Factor 55 does all these events with all these different people, and uh, they always teach. And, like, one Factor 55 class is worth, like, two times out on a trail. Oh, yeah. 100%, dude. Like, Justin, the way Justin, like, teaches his courses is, is bitching. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean... Damn, we're at an hour, 10 minutes. Our podcast usually average about an hour. Um, it's been easy to talk because there's just so mm-hmm. much that we're both into in similar respects. And personally, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't mind grabbing another beer. Absolutely. And really enjoying the rest of this Saturday. Yeah, man. But so tell us about, so averageoverlanders.com, people can sign up right now? Yeah, I mean, it's a work in progress. So sure, sure. we're officially launching it on Friday. Okay. Uh, but uh, essentially, it's uh, just a real basic website up for right now. So you can sign but up, you for, can the, sign up for, that ch- the, for the, the chili cookout. I keep calling it a chili it's, cookout. It's actually a little it's a Smokies little smoky. camp out. Every time I hear Little Smokies, I think like brisket and chili for some reason. <laughs> but Little Smokies. Uh, camp out and cook off. Camp yeah. out and cook off. Uh, or cooking challenge. I forgot exactly okay. how I labeled it. But What's it's the basically. What's the for the event? 
Um, we have a cap of 50 people. Just keep one of those spots um, open for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, go on today. Sign up. Yeah. I know. Uh, I and then that. that's that's for camping and stuff like that. Because the I space. I paid my gardener. You okay. expect me to pay for your sign up for your event? Like I'm. <laughs> you can bad. sign up for free. I'll I'm collect bad. funds later. Well, no, I'm bad at remembering <laughs> to do shit. Like, but yeah, yeah. I will. Well, t- I mean, honestly, it, it, the campground holds up to 100 people. It says nice. and up to 50 vehicles. Okay. So that's pitching. You it's know, um, I they asked me like how many vehicles and people. I'm like, I don't know. I, I just put the max amount. So I was like, I don't know. But um, yeah, but you can go camp and just hang out. It's yep. up at uh, Black Look. Mountain, Black Mountain in the uh, Idlewild area. Idlewild. There's a link to it and all the maps and everything. Just go cool. to the website and check it out. But uh, if you want to go, just sign up. Little private piece of fun. Yeah, and they got a they got a they got an actual bathroom there. That's awesome. The yeah. wives will appreciate it. Yeah, Kelly, you coming out to that? When? She's when? Like, when? September 22nd through the 24th. Uh, you know, it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Awesome. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, local, good times, food. I'm going to be doing my food. And Saturday is the cook-off. We'll see, we'll see how I stack up against all the awesome people that are going to be coming out to this. And uh, Super stoked. Yeah. I can't wait. to. I just want to try your uh, Persian food again. <laughs> you don't know what I'm cooking. Or your American hamburgers yeah, and vegan burgers my, you're making. My Beyond Burgers. <laughs> your Beyond Burgers. Um, <laughs> speaking of Frank, Frank's about to do the Continental Divide trip with Rebel Off-Road. Like, oh, wow. Bitchin', bitchin' trip that I've missed out on for the last two years, but that's okay. Frank holds it down pretty well. Um, but yeah, hey guys, thanks for uh, listening. Thanks for watching, actually. We, we had some... Uh, my birthday weekend says Kelly, so oh, she might come be, on out. We'll have be, a birthday cake. We might be doing a birthday party for Kelly, food and cake. So we've already got your birthday planned. Kelly. Yeah, see, I, I planned it for you, Kelly. I'll bring Ashley out. Like we're gonna have a good time. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you guys for for watching, supporting, um, staying consistent. Uh, our pod, our podcast listens are awesome. Um, the lives have been around like you know at least four or five of you have been like sticking around to like hang out. We're at three right now. And I appreciate that too. Um, it's hard. It's hard really like building the content. It's hard. It is staying consistent. As long as the podcast gets out, I'm happy, which is why when the opportunity came up to hang out with you, Ben, yeah. I was like, dude, fuck yeah, let's go. Yeah. I just said, Hey, uh, Hey babe, I'm coming home about an hour or two later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so if people want to learn more about you and all the things you do and what you're into, where do you go? They go to Instagram, uh, the average overlanders. Um, it's separated by underscores. Underscores. Um, and then uh, you can just catch us out on uh, www.averageoverlanders.com. And you got Chili Colorado. I am Chili Colorado. And Mini just, Caliente. And Mini Caliente, just one word. Yeah, yeah. Check those out. Like his. I love his, Mexican food. His Mini Cooper is awesome, and I think you guys would love it. It's right there with Randy's Odd Roller. Uh, from KC, like so if you like those kind of unique builds that you're like oh they actually look like fun like i actually want to go jump in there and drive it yeah which when i see your sparko seats and i see I just put those like, in yeah and when i see all that i'm like i just want to go drive it um it's fun man yeah we're gonna get that and the subarus and maybe randy's rolla out on a trail and go have some fun let's and do it get a little sideways and I'm only front wheel drive though. I have to disclose that. You can pull. You can pull with a front wheel drive car, especially if it's manual. Like yeah. it's, that's what we used to do with our Honda Civics out in GMR. Like we used to do yeah. front wheel drift. It was the dumbest shit ever, but it was fun and it taught me a lot about throwing my weight around. I'm down. Let's do it. You know I like to throw my weight around. Always. Always. Anyways, guys. So huge thanks to Milestone Tires for supporting everything uh, I've always done, uh, whether it's with the podcast or with the vehicle projects, the Jeep. The Subaru, Eric's Subaru, uh, Project Tubaru, Tread Magazine for just, you know, 
Callie from Tread and Tread just for supporting what we're doing and um, just giving us an outlet to just share some of these ideas and things that we want to make and build. Um, they got a great magazine. They really do have a great magazine. They, they had some on display today. I was like, oh, yeah. In August, look out in the August issue. There's going to be a little ad. I think it's going to be adjacent to some content you're going to see of Kate. Um, there's a little ad coming with Koken USA, uh, which is the uh, distributor of Koken Japan, uh, which is a hand tool company. They make mm. amazing sockets um, and hand tools, ratchets, and whatnot. Um, we're doing a cool partnership. We're the first 100 new subscribers to Tread Magazine will get a 10 millimeter socket. We found <laughs> your 10 millimeter sockets. We found them. Actually, well, been, you have been hiding them. Dude, I've dropped mine actually between my seats. I, they gave me one as like an advanced sample and I was going to show it on this and then it's like between my seats right now. So sorry. <laughs> Can't find it. <laughs> I lost it. Um, but we will get you yours that you've lost. Uh, 3 8 drive, hopefully. And uh, it's part of their new Z series. That they've got thin walls, super strong. They've got a new kind of like way that the the driver connects with the socket where you could have it fully engaged and have a full rigid uh you know wrench or pull that out a little bit depending on if you have a wobble socket and then have a wobble you know connection yeah which is, they're actually they, they are the the pioneers of the wobble extension you know what that's crazy because i actually need one for my mini cooper yeah because you have one of those bolts that's just being a dick no it's my oil filter oh really yeah so it's at a weird angle Okay. So just to get in there and not hit everything else and be able to torque is there it off. Like, is there like a socket head on it? Is it like a Jeep one where you have like this crazy 22 mil? It's a 36 okay. millimeter. It's huge. Yeah. And so you kind of have to angle something in there. Yeah. And you need it. like a wobble head to like, you know, get to it. Yeah. So, so yeah. I don't know how big coking goes, but they make really great stuff. And it's all those like, it's that Japanese attention to craftsmanship and like meticulousness and detail that I, I love just connecting with these kind of companies. Like like Makita Power Tools, like that's why their power tools are so good. They just have this attention to detail. Sorry, I got to plug Makita. I've been with them for a while now, and they do really make great products. My father-in-law buys all their stuff, oh, so really? it's got to be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's for the person who really just wants to spend the money, buy once, cry once kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we talked about Torco a little bit. Torco's been a huge partner on everything I've done and been doing and continue to do. Uh, Torco USA, Torco Oil, Torco.com. Um, check them out on Instagram as well at Torco USA. And Torco just does fluids. They do lubrications uh, for all kinds of things from engine assembly. They actually do some stuff where it breaks down the lubricants, which is like their brake cleaner, yep. which smells like citrus fruits. But don't breathe it. Don't huff it, but it doesn't <laughs> suck when you do. Okay. That's all I got to say. Um, you know, thanks to, to Pure Project for the beers. They always keep my fridge stocked and I really appreciate it. Um, and yeah, just uh, come back, stay tuned, subscribe to whether it's Tread Magazine to if you want to watch the Project 2 Brew stuff. If you want to um, check out some of my videos, you can check out Rick for Dirt on YouTube or Fix Rate Break Repeat, which, are, which is my personal account. And then, of course, on Instagram at uh, Kate the Jeep, which is me, Chili Colorado or Mini Caliente for Ben uh, and the Average Overlanders with underscores between uh, on Instagram and, of course, Tread Magazine also all this shit is on Instagram and everywhere you stream your podcast. Thank you guys so much for being our ever faithful listeners and supporters. Love you guys as usual. Thank you. More to come. Thanks for coming. Hey guys, more to come. Thanks for hanging out. I will see you soon.
Tia Sean. Love you too, bro. See ya.